0: Hello, and welcome to Songwriters Spotlight, the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative Series. I'm Dr. Dan, your host of the show, where we feature Western Mass songwriters who perform their original songs and talk about the art of songwriting. Stay tuned to explore more about music and the tunesmithing that creates it.
1: My name is Amy Van Dyne, and I'm here with my friend and buddy, Jim Caron. Uh, We are uh, Berkshires-based musicians. I moved up to the Berkshires about uh, six years ago, uh, after 30 years as a Brooklynite. And uh, I'm a singer-songwriter. I write all of my own songs. And uh, I'm promoting my new CD, which is called Broken Love Songs. And we are going to start... With the first song from that CD, which is called Lonely Me. One, two, three, four. (laughs) we'll be doing for you is called Owning Up. The next song we'll be doing for you is called Hold On. doing for you is called Together at Last. song I'll be doing for you is called Why Should I Care? This song came in as a runner-up in the International Acoustic Music Awards for the AAA Alternative category.
2: One,
3: two, three, four. If you hear my behind I do not Why should I care? Why should I belong when there's no place for me? Why should I give in? Is it so wrong better to build my own home? Why I
1: song we'll be doing for you is called Together at Last. I
3: paid my dues, I fought in i
1: I'll be doing singing this one for you solo it's called I'm
2: One
3: I went down to the water to lay my worries down I couldn't find a friend and I didn't sound in the silence over me i thought i heard my voice she told me i was free she said i had a choice a giant slate blue crane lifted slowly into flight now i feel that i am changed stroking off into the light and i wanted you to see
0: How strong I have
3: become, alone here by the sea, and bolden by the sun. down to the garden where my struggles grow a tangled web of half-truths i didn't want to know in the loneliness for peace i long to know for sure behind every broken promise beyond
1: 'Cause you've heard me talk. All right, Dan, I'm ready
0: when you are. <laughs> Water, one second. All right. Um took some notes here. Okay, count something. Okay. Right. Well, Amy, <laughs> I, I'm just full of music the great music from your vocals and, and from Jim and, and your guitar. Uh, it's just a great experience to listen to you today. Uh, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah.
0: So um, the, not only the performance but also the, the crafting of, of the songs suggested to me you've been doing this for a while.
1: Wow. Um, you know, on and off. I, I started <laughs> seriously Can we start over for oh months, yeah, sure. You
0: know? Okay. Okay. So, um <coughs> well, Amy, that that was just wonderful. It's just so I'm all full of music now with with your vocals and your guitar and, and Jim's uh, fiddling. It was just beautifully, beautifully done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so your your performance, uh, the the quality of your songs, strongly suggests you've been doing this for a, a while.
1: Um, yeah, not so much really. Um, I wrote a few songs in college. And then I really didn't write songs again until I was in my 30s, actually. So um, I was actually working as an architect uh, in New York City. Um, I had studied art and architecture in in college. And um, right around my 30th birthday, my grandmother died. And she was actually a very well-known opera singer. She actually sang in Carnegie Hall back in the day. And um, I think I was also a little frustrated with my, uh, my path in life. I, I felt like I didn't have much of a creative outlet. And right around the time of her, her death, I, I had like an overwhelming need to sing. So uh, I started singing. I started writing songs. Um, I put together a band. I had never even been in a band before. And I put together my own band and started performing uh, all over New York City and uh, recorded a five song EP and that was uh, over 20 years ago. Uh, And I did that for maybe four or five years in New York and then um, I completely stopped playing music. I had uh, twin daughters and uh, the the time absolutely wasn't there. So I actually, um, I put my guitar in the cellar and my my guitar actually sat in my cellar for 10 years. Mm. I didn't play it at all, I didn't sing. Uh, I didn't do anything. I was overwhelmed with uh, being a mom. And then uh, moved up to uh, the Berkshires about six years ago and kind of making a huge life transition. Kind of, unfortunately, my marriage was dissolving and really was moving from the city to the country to uh, a whole different lifestyle for, for many reasons. And uh, I just, uh, once again, had that incredible urge to sing, write songs. Uh, and then I, I started writing all of those songs that became the songs on Broken Love Songs. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I actually had to relearn my old songs. I had forgotten my old oh, songs. Goodness. I would forgotten how to play the guitar. So it just came back from that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been kind of on, and on again and off again. But hopefully, I'm hoping to continue to do this going forward. Yeah. yeah. Well, what moves
0: you to write songs and perform?
1: Um, you know, it's really hard to say you know as I've, as I've mentioned uh, these life transitions uh, I think writing the songs help me get in touch with myself when I'm going through uh, something emotionally and I, I can't really quite figure it out or I'm sort of losing myself they, they help me focus they help me find myself um, and I think also just being open to music. I think uh, for for many years of my life, I wasn't really open uh, to being a creative person. I was just busy, you know, with all the stuff people get involved with their career and their family, and um, you know, you can kind of close yourself off to your creativity or mm-hmm. open it. And when I I came to the Berkshires, I think being in the mountains. Um, and just being in nature caused uh, that part of me to open up again. Hmm. So uh, now the songs come somewhat automatically. Uh, I work on them, of course. I have to work on them, but now that I'm open to songs, the songs are, are sort of coming to me. So it's hard to explain, but that's sort of how it, it works. Uh-huh. It's really a matter of, of, you know, really allowing yourself to be open to it.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so. When you uh, write a song, uh, is there a process to it?
1: Um, yes. Uh, it's always different. You know, there are always, uh, you never know. I feel like uh, writing song, I feel like is capturing something from the air. You know, I feel like songwriters, they just have a good antenna, and they feel stuff uh, floating around in the air, and they, they come into you. Um, a lot of my songs come to me sometimes when I'm sort of half asleep. First, waking up, uh, when I'm driving in the car, when I'm sort of, you know, a little zoned out. And it usually for me starts with a melody and maybe a phrase. So for me, the music usually comes first. I know a lot of songwriters, some people, the lyrics come first. Um, I have a lot of lyrics that don't have songs to them. So I do write lyrics, but uh, the music usually comes first. And then it has to be something I'm excited about and interests me. If it seems boring or I, I lose interest, I don't pursue it. Uh, usually has to be something that's kind of taking me over a little bit and it almost starts to haunt you. And then you just slowly, you know, I slowly work on it. Over time, I usually write songs pretty slowly. And just try to figure out what is the song about? What is it uh, saying? What is, what is the song about? And uh, slowly work on it until it comes together.
0: What, what kind of time span are we looking at?
1: Well, <laughs> well, Lucinda Williams takes 10 years sometimes to write a song. Um, some of the songs on my new album were very old songs, which over time the lyrics changed. Um, and sometimes the, uh, sometimes the form can change a little bit. You add a bridge, you take out a bridge. Uh, you're constantly tweaking, and sometimes it's really nice to perform the song and to play it out, and it it sort of starts to kind of tweak itself. It just Mm -hmm. sort of starts changing on its own. Um, So I mean usually a few months, and -hmm. then maybe if I revisit a song that's an older song, I might just make some changes. Mm -hmm. But very rarely in just a few days. It's usually longer than that.
0: Yeah, a lot of songwriters, this is a song I wrote yesterday afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not (laughs) you. That's not me. So do you have you have some songs in the works then?
1: Um, I have two new songs that I'm actually really excited about, mm. and uh, one of them um, I performed for a songwriter group that I'm in uh, a few nights ago. What's really uh, helpful being a songwriter? I mean, you'll you'll know a lot of like the really famous uh, songwriters are partnerships, like you know Lennon McCartney is the most obvious one. Uh, it helps to, to have somebody run your songs by. So uh, this particular song that I wrote, it sounded um, kind of like an old-time country song, and it sounded so familiar to me. It sounded a lot like a Hank Williams song, but I checked all of Hank's songs. It wasn't a <laughs> Hank Williams song. So I played it for this group of uh, songwriters uh, Monday night, and they all assured me that they hadn't heard the song before. So that gave me a little more confidence. So yeah, I've got two I'm working on, and then a whole bunch of little snippets. I usually, uh, whenever anything comes to my mind that interests me, I, it's, the phone is a beautiful thing, and I I just sing it into the phone, and then I revisit it later. And uh, actually, a lot of my recordings uh, my, my bedroom, I sleep with my door open because I have three cats, and they like to come in and out. So I sleep with my door open. My daughter's bedroom is kind of pretty close to mine, and she also sleeps with her door open because the cats. And uh, so I have a lot of recordings of me like singing really, really softly because like, <laughs> I'll wake up at 3 in the morning, and I have a song in my head, and I'm just like whispering it into my phone. And then I, I come back to it f- a few days later, and I can barely hear it because I'm like trying not to wake her up. So that's, that's my process. <laughs>
0: ah, I see. Um, when, you, uh, when you think about music, who, who are the people who inspire you that, that sort of guide you in your writing?
1: Um, you know, the two biggest influences definitely are John Lennon uh, and Neil Young. Um, I actually uh, entered the 2022 John Lennon songwriting competition. And two of my songs came in finalists, uh, Lonely Me, uh, came in as a finalist for the country category and Hold On came in as the finalist for the um, folk category and that was really thrilling to mm. me uh, because um, you know it was John, the John Lennon songwriting competition and I think probably the judges felt some kind of a connection there uh, but I do think my songs probably uh, the, the more obvious influence is is probably Neil Young I think people who would know his music very well would, would hear it in my songs. It, you won't immediately think of that because my voice obviously is very different. But the, the form of the songs is probably similar in a lot of ways and that's, that's not a conscious thing that I do. It just sort of comes out of me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm influenced by a lot of other people. I listen to Lucinda Williams a lot. I really like Patty Griffin. Um, I'm a huge Elliott Smith fan um, I'm a really big Radiohead fan uh, Brian Wilson the Beach Boys um, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when you when you're working on it you say you go you have a songwriters group or you bounce it off of other people Yeah, yeah, you, how helpful is that?
1: Um, it's very helpful if it's the right people mm. I think um, Songwriters have to be careful who they listen to. I think if you're asking someone for advice, it has to be somebody you trust. Um, You know, sometimes songwriters go out and just random people come up to you and they start to tell you their ideas about your song and they're not songwriters. Or they're songwriters, but they're not, you know, they really haven't studied the craft. So I find it very helpful if it's the right people and I trust them.
0: So you mentioned study the craft. Uh, Do you do that on your own, or have you had guidance? Uh,
1: Uh, Yeah, I I think, again, it's just about writing songs, about knowing other songwriters. I I do fortunately have many, many friends that I've kind of picked up over the years who are songwriters. I've actually met a lot of musicians through Facebook, especially through COVID, where that was like a big... Mm -hmm. uh, Place for me to meet lots of songwriters and musicians. Um, there's folk festivals where people go, and even the people who aren't on the stage, um, you just hang out in the tents, and you know people sleep over and camp and, and play songs, mm-hmm. and you know Caraville is one, Falcon Ridge is one, um, and you you start to really know who you like, and you become friendly with them, and uh, yeah, and and just talking about. Songwriting, you you, it just starts to happen that you do learn the craft, and I think you also start listening to the great great songwriters. You mm-hmm. you start to hear those things that oh wow, this, you know like D- John Prine is a perfect example mm-hmm. or, or Dylan, where it's like ooh, you know that was really smart what he just did there. You know it's just, a lot of it's simply a matter of immersing yourself and you mm-hmm. you slowly learn it.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah. So um, what are your favorite topics to write about and perform?
1: Um, well, you know, it changes. But I would say this last CD was definitely about um, finding my voice. I think mo- I think that was the, the collection of the songs overall, I think, was sort of about finding my voice. Um, one person who did a review of the CD said it was about um, Uh, going into the wilderness and emerging unscathed or something like that. Uh, So, yeah, that was, I Mm. I definitely visit some dark themes, but I think there's always a hope and a brightness to it, which I I guess is probably why I do identify with with Neil Young, that his songs can, some people find, you know, his older songs quite depressing, but I always Mm. heard a hopefulness in Mm. them. Um, So, yeah, yeah. they all seem to be about me, but they're not necessarily exactly about me, but they're more about my feelings. They're not always in um, a real situation, but they're, they're just about my feelings, you know, about all sorts of things, yeah.
2: Okay,
0: so that, that takes some risk to, uh, to really expose yourself in, in, in the feelings, yeah. So.
1: Um, I think you just have to be willing to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, you have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to be vulnerable and go on stage and, you know, you're presenting yourself in a very honest way. Um, One thing I did learn about doing it off and on, like, again, I did it in New York for about five years. I've been doing it here for maybe five years or so, is uh, I do think audiences in general... Um, they do want you to do well. I think audiences are basically kind. I think audiences aren't perceiving it the way I think. For a songwriter, you might think, "Oh my God, I'm, I just told the most personal thing to the audience." I have uh, one song. The song, the story of me, I think is 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 like a devastatingly personal song. But people in the audience don't necessarily take it that way. Mm-hmm. And they've heard so many songs. They've in their lifetime they've heard so many intense, vulnerable, personal songs that they're, they're used to it. So I sort of disengage myself from it. That makes it easier.
0: Very interesting. So um, what recommendations do you have? I mean, you know a lot of songwriters. And if you met a, a budding songwriter, uh, what would you tell them about what they might do or think about?
1: Um, yeah, I think definitely meet other songwriters. Go to festivals, whether it's folk, Americana, um, places that allow songwriters to do stuff on the side if they're not you know, quite ready for the, the, the main stage. A lot of these festivals have smaller areas, and workshops are great. Um, open mics are incredibly important. Uh, open mics are fantastic. There's, there's no better place to get experience and to try out some different songs. Um, and yeah, meet other songwriters. Uh, don't take yourself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do it. Um, just do it, and keep doing it, and just create a body of work. That would be my advice.
0: So the body of work may have some gems and not so gems. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, w- what else would you add? Uh, would like to tell our audience about your music um, or about your your next five years of yeah. creativity.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now I'm promoting the CD. It did really well on the charts. Uh, charted for several months on the folk um, Folk Alliance chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, charted on um, the uh, one of the Americana charts. Um, uh, the Roots Music chart. I'm trying to remember the names of the charts. Right. So it did really quite well. Um, and I'm just trying to kind of promote the CD, get it out there a little more, and perform. Um, I've been coming to the East Hampton area, Northampton more, which is great. I did a gig at Luthiers uh, a couple of weeks ago. I've been trying to go to the open mic. I'm going to hopefully try to check out the open mic at the parlor room. Um, I've got a a very big gig coming up. I don't know how many of your audience travels to the Berkshires, but I've got um, a really big gig coming up April 27th at the Egremont Barn, uh, which is a fantastic space. And I've got a seven-piece band, uh, three-part harmonies, myself on guitar, Jim on violin. Uh, We've got Terry Alaberry, who was Arlo Guthrie's drummer for 40 years on drums. Andy Gordon on pedal steel, uh, Fran Tokar's on uh, bass. So uh, what's nice about this band, it's really producing the sound on on my CD, which is a a highly orchestrated sound. Mm -hmm. So I'm really thrilled about that. And yeah, I'm just going to continue to play locally. I I did a gig uh, in New York City a few months ago at Rockwood Musical, probably go back to New York in the next year, uh, maybe the Boston area. And that's it, just continue. And just continue to get out there and play. If anyone's interested, uh, my website is amyvandyne.com. Feel free to sign up. Uh, check out my CD. You can uh, stream it or uh, anywhere. It's on all streaming services. You could always buy uh, an actual CD. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Well, we're lucky that you're doing this. <laughs> thank we're you. Much appreciated. Thank you. And thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you yeah.
2: so much, Jan.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for watching our show. I would like to acknowledge the support of the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative, promoting the original music scene in Western Massachusetts. If you want to learn more about the WMSC, go to their Facebook page, Thanks for watching. I'm Dr. Dan. I hope you'll tune in again for the show that puts a spotlight on songwriters.